0: of an old nigger and would drop lines straight from the 70s. What in the hell was he talking about wooden nickels for anyway? What, Monica? I'm speaking the truth. My father kept it 100 all the time, whether you liked it or not. He never sugarcoated anything, and I admired that about him. Chaney ain't trying to hear no lectures on her birthday. Save that conversation for another day. I just want her to know that she don't have to fall for the first nigga that shows interest in her. He turned his attention back to me. All these dudes want is some pussy, and you're more than a piece of ass. The world is yours, baby, and you're worth waiting for. Believe that, he said, while gazing at me with loving eyes. I know, Daddy. I smiled. Anyway, I ain't gonna ruin your birthday with one of my rants so I'll zip it for now. He pretended to lock his lips up and throw away the imaginary key. Open the car, girl, Ace instructed. I was gonna wait until the party, but since you're rushing me, I guess I have no choice. I slid my acrylic fingernail across the pink envelope and pulled out the card. Before I could even read the words, two $100 bills caught my attention. Aw, thanks, Ace. I wanted to hug him again, but didn't want to make my parents suspicious. No pride, fam. Don't spend it all in one place. He tossed the naked chicken bone into the trash. That's so sweet, my mother gushed. Good looking out for your sister. That's what big brothers are supposed to do. My father patted Ace on the shoulder. If anything ever happens to me, you better protect my two ladies like your life depends on it. Julius, stop talking that nonsense. You ain't going nowhere. My mother hated to speak about death. But my father knew it was always lurking around the shadows. In the dope game, he was the man. Therefore, he had more enemies than friends, and never knew when someone would try to come for the king. Pop, you know I got you. But like Monica said, you ain't going nowhere. His cell phone buzzed. Yeah, I know you got me, young'un, because I trained you well. My father was proud of his protege, as if he were his own son. I hate to break up this family moment, but that was money calling. Ace placed the phone into his pocket. Go get that money, son. I'll get with you later. My father once again bumped knuckles with Ace and walked him to the door. I think a certain someone has a crush on another certain someone. My mother smiled, exposing both of her deep dimples. I do not have a question, Ace. I rolled my eyes, trying my best not to tell on myself. I wasn't even referring to you. I was gonna say it was the other way around, she giggled. What's so funny? My father re-entered the kitchen. Nothing. Janie and I were talking about something we saw at the mall yesterday. My mother winked at me. Just then there was another knock at the door. I jumped up, because I knew it was either my best friend Alicia from down the street, or another friend here for my big party. Swinging the front door wide open, I frowned at the sight of the short, chubby woman standing before me with a matted afro. It was Paul Lutta, my grandmother. Well, hello to you too, she said to my back as I turned and headed back to the kitchen table. Don't get me wrong, I loved my grandmother because I had to, but I didn't like her very much. Whenever she came to visit us, she would almost always manage to make my mother cry or piss my father off. Pauletta frowned and turned her nose up at the way we were living, but for the life of me I couldn't understand why. My father was her son, and I thought she would be proud of the lifestyle he provided for his family. We lived in a prominent upscale community north of Detroit. Our home was immaculate, to say the least. It measured 4,000 square feet and sat on two acres of land. We had two living rooms, a dining room, five bedrooms, four bathrooms, a media room, a playroom, barber slash beauty shop, and a country-style kitchen with marble flooring and granite countertops. What brings you by, Mama? My daddy asked, after giving her a brief hug. She removed her old worn trench coat and held up a gift bag. I came for the birthday girl. She shook the present like it contained a million dollars, and I smiled although I knew better. My grandmother was very frugal. Last year, she got me a sweater from the Goodwill, and the year before that, she purchased me a $5.